Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I have another amazing guest today, someone that I have worked with who I adore and I believe has so many incredible gifts and information to share. I'll tell you more about her in a moment. Before we dive in, just want to remind you that the opportunity to get a free private 30-minute coaching session with me is still out there. All you need to do is rate and review the podcast on iTunes and submit your review, a screenshot of your review to christinehassler.com slash review. So let me tell you about today's guest. Dr. Jess Bell is an osteopathic physician, board certified in both physical medicine and rehabilitation and neuromuscular skeletal medicine. And she's an energy healer. She's the founder of Energetic Osteopathy, which is a powerful modality that bridges traditional osteopathic treatment and energy medicine. What makes energetic osteopathy unique from other energy healing modalities such as Reiki is that the treatment takes place with great detail within the tissues of the body. As an osteopathic physician with over 20 years of hands-on treatment experience, Dr. Jess sees into the body with great clarity. This inner sight allows for the transformational release of even the most difficult to locate energetic densities out of the physical body, returning the body to health and wholeness. It's essential that we recover the often forgotten truth that healing comes from within. And it's Dr. Jess's greatest intention to offer this healing and guidance with easy to apply information, treatment, and self-healing practices. I think you're really gonna enjoy my interview with Dr. Jess Bell. Dr. Jess, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much, Christine, for having me. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you. I have a lot of questions, and I am lucky that I've been able to work with you one-on-one. So I'll be, I have a little extra inside information in my questions, which always makes my experience as the host so much more enjoyable when I actually really know my guest. So first, thank you for working with me and thank you for being on the show. So I wanted to begin with, because I think a lot of people actually don't know what an osteopath is, and we'll talk Mm. about energetic osteopathy in a moment, but do you mind just giving an explanation of what an osteopath is? Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. So it's important that people know that in the United States, there's two ways that a person can become a licensed medical doctor. And That is by either going to an allopathic medical school and all the training associated with it and the credentials that that person would graduate with would be an MD, a medical doctor. The other avenue for being a licensed medical doctor is to go to an osteopathic medical school where they would go through the same exact training as the MD with the exception of additional coursework, which I can just, I'll describe in just a moment. But that person graduates with the credentials DO or Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine. So both MDs and DOs are licensed medical doctors and they can go into every avenue of medicine, whether it's surgery, obstetrics, pediatrics. But the DO, the Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine, has additional coursework at the very start of medical school. And so that is where we hands-on touch one another and start to diagnose and treat one another by hands-on healing. And so there's this amazing network of internal healing capacities that every single person on the planet has. We're born with it. And so an osteopath is trained to be able to harness healing from within the human body very organically, very naturally, without the use of medications, surgeries, injections. So the body's self-healing and self-regulating 
the osteopath is then trained to augment those healing forces and really turn on that internal healing cascade that we all have. Mm. So an osteopath is a general term. In the United States, an osteopath is a doctor, but an osteopath in other countries is somebody who's trained to be an osteopath without going to medical school. So that gets a little bit confusing mm. depending on where you're listening to this broadcast. So um, if you're in another country and you want to become an osteopath, you might take an alternative path. You can go through a naturopathic college. You can actually become a chiropractor or an acupuncturist. There are certain prerequisites that somebody would, but the actual osteopath is very similar, except that in other countries, osteopaths cannot prescribe medications. They cannot perform surgeries. They're not medical doctors. They're just mm. straight up osteopathic specialists. So the philosophy is all the same, that our body is capable of self-healing and self-regenerating. And the osteopath is, is the specialist who's highly trained through really a decade of education to be able to access that and turn on the switch of healing internally within the body. I love that. Well, osteopathic doctors have always been my favorite kind of physician because I really feel like they treat the whole person. It's less, yes, let's just talk, figure out symptoms, prescribe a treatment. I, I mean, I, I can't, like, except for my gynecologist, most of my doctors never touch me <laughs> ever. Yeah. And, and the way the gyno does, I mean, it's not very pleasant. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's always been strange to me when I saw my first osteopath and he literally was like, oh, you know, your liver is crushing your diaphragm right now. Let me just mm. move it. That's why you have pain right now on this rib. It was like so much better than, hey, take two Advil and and rest, right? I was just like, oh my gosh, you know how to manipulate my body in a way to make it work better. So I, yes. I, I'm surprised there's not more DOs in the world because from my perspective and my experience as a patient, it's always been my favorite kind of medical doctor to go to because I just feel like it's so much more holistic. Yeah. And what you're bringing up right now is the fact that osteopathy is not reimbursable. A lot of people go into osteopathic medical school and it's a bit of a lost art form. I mean, it's very spiritual, you know, as we'll talk about later in this interview. Um, it's really, truly a deeply energetic spiritual experience when an osteopath works with their client or patient. But in medical school, there's there's just this, um, it's, it's as if that part of osteopathy has been left behind. Mm. It's not being taught in medical schools. I actually have been on faculty at medical schools where I taught osteopathic treatment, and I was taught to, to uh, teach it in a very mechanical way, such as like a chiropractor would learn how to mechanically interact with their clients. And so what ends up happening is most DOs who go into osteopathic medical school get out into the world of medicine, and they're not... Uh, they've kind of not fallen in love with osteopathy as I have and as others have who actually use these these beautiful uh, tools. So most EOs don't actually put their hands on patients, believe it or not. So you might not even know mm. that you're in the in the in the presence of a DO because so many DOs these days, I would say nine out of ten DOs get out of medical school and they actually become kind of MDs in their oh, practice. Which is really bad. hard. Yeah, because this is the way. I mean, this yeah. is the way that we are here to help one another from, you know, and heal. So, yeah. 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 Well, we're going to get into energetic osteopathy in a moment, which is which is your specialty and what yes. you've really created in so many ways. Uh, before we do, I really want people to know that you get pain. <laughs> you understand oh, yeah. it. This isn't just something you teach. This has been such a journey for you. Would you mind sharing a little bit about your journey as a, as a patient and how you've healed mm. yourself? 
Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing this in. I love talking about this because it has been my lifelong struggle and triumph. Um, so my pain really started when I was four, and I won't go into the laundry list of injuries I've had over the years, but the major catastrophic, the first one anyway, um, that happened to my body was when I was four years old, run over by a car while sledding crushed, mm. literally, you know, at the pelvis level. My legs were crushed. My pelvis was crushed. Um, and I was really um, fortunate, actually, that I was able to come away from that injury without without obvious impairment at that time. But what it did was it set me up for a lifetime of chronic pain. So I've also been a highly competitive athlete my entire life. And so my pain tolerance has been, you know, sky high, exceptionally high, as most, most athletes kind of learn how to just push pain away. Um, when I was 13, I was on the track to become a, um, a high-level competitive soccer player, but I collapsed on the field one day on my way to my freshman year in high school. And I was about to start as a as a starting varsity freshman, and I couldn't even walk at the end of one of these games. Mm -hmm. So I went to the doctors. They did all of these scans and tests and basically said, there's nothing wrong with you that we can see. The only solution we can come up with is that you just should never walk. You should never play soccer again, rather. Mm -hmm. Just don't ever play soccer again. So that was the beginning of just hitting up against the medical system and their inability to, to you know, really help work with me. So I became my own self-healer at the age of 14, and I got into a gym and started exercising and found myself, um, you know, building lots of muscle. And I, I translated my skills from soccer to lacrosse and became a competitive lacrosse player because my upper body was just fine. But I always had pain in my lower back, especially in the left side of my pelvis. And I went to, I mean, over the years, I went to every single healer you can imagine. And so osteopathy was something that really worked for me when I got into medical school. I would get treated. And uh, in later years, more recent years, I have become um, the student of what, who I consider to be the greatest osteopath on the planet who recently passed away, Jim Jealous, um, my beloved mentor. And even his treatments, they get me better but they just didn't take away that final edge of pain that I've just, I had always had. And also about 11 years ago, because I just am a glutton for punishment, I started doing CrossFit and mm. I'm, a, I'm a competitive, I'm a mountain biker and a CrossFitter. And so, um, you know, I opened my own osteopathic practice without really having a whole lot of experience. But at the same time that I opened my own osteopathic practice, um, I, I, that's when I started doing CrossFit. So what was interesting about my journey is, yes, I'd always has, I always had pain, but like almost joint by joint throughout CrossFit. I love CrossFit. I still do it, actually. I don't have any pain in my body anymore. But I kind of learned through my own trials and tribulations of, of having my body completely fall apart. I almost lost my left foot in a mountain biking accident. I've been in it. And um, I'm sharing all of this to say that I was able to problem solve pain very well with my skill set um, and the resources that I had available to me. But I always had pain no matter what. And I always joked with my with my um, my friends and the, not my non patients that if people had any idea how much pain I was in, they you know they they would be embarrassed to be coming to see me with the levels of pain that they you know I was just I just hit it really really well. So about a year ago, when I started to do the work that we're about to talk about. I realized very quickly that not only could I treat other people energetically using osteopathic principles and practice, but I could also treat myself. And mm. so about a year ago, I just, I, and I accidentally stumbled upon this truth. I was out for a run one day and all of a sudden I started my hands, which, which feel energy. I feel energy. So my hands pick up magnetism. And so my hands actually picked up my own energetic field. I could feel my own dense energy. Mm. And I started working with that every day. And I am about, I think one year out now 
Um, and that was also the time that we went into this pandemic and we just had no access to healers, mm-hmm. um, you know, hands-on massage therapists and acupuncture. So I basically stopped all of the care that I had been receiving except for my own. And I, to this day, one year later, I do not have any pain anymore. It's gone. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Pretty amazing story. Yeah. So, so amazing. And I think there's a lot of people out there listening, maybe with physical pain, they may have physical pain from injury or even physical pain from, let's say autoimmune things or disease or whatever, whatever it may be, inflammation, those kinds of things. And I think a lot of times people hear these stories and think, oh, that's nice, but that wouldn't happen to me. Right. Can can you speak to that? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing message that I have to offer is that Yes, I have medical training and yes, I have experience, but I am not unique. This is exactly what I teach because the most important thing that we all must know is how self-empowered we are to actually do our own healing. And that was what happened. You know, I was so privileged because of being an osteopath, I had access to incredible treatment, but none of those healers, none of those doctors actually were the 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 thing or that kind of we all want that golden thread we all want that magical solution we all want to be you know find that one person or that do that thing that's going to make it so that we don't have to to you know um, experience this pain anymore and so the the lesson that I learned this past year was that no one else has the capacity to heal you more than you do and that is our birthright that we are actually all born with self healing instructions it's just that they're not they haven't been taught to us. And so, you know, I'm 44 years old. I have been on a path for 40 years. Actually, I was four years old when I first realized I was going to be a doctor. I mean, that was like, I have like, yeah, I have testimony. (laughs) So, you know, for literally, so at the age of four, I had so many tragic things happen. My dad tragically died. Um, I was run over by a car and that was, you know, no coincidence the year that I realized that I was here to do this work. I was here on on some, I didn't know what I was saying. All I was saying was I'm going to be a doctor when I grow Mm. up. Um, And that, just never left me. So, so the, the path that I have been on has been, you know, I had to go all the way up to the level of becoming a medical doctor to come all the way back down to the truth, which is our truth. Every single human on the planet holds the exact same healing capacities. And we all have that. I'm not unique. I'm trained and experienced and that's it. And so that's why I'm, I've, I've been kind of slated to be this teacher of this work. Uh, but I had to experience it with my, with my, own, um, my own tragedies first. Mm. And that's, that's, you know, that's, I think, what really makes a humble yeah. teacher is that we, we offer that which works for us. But it is universal. And I, I have absolutely no doubt about that. Mm, I love that. I love that. And sometimes we have to work with a lot of the beliefs about ourselves and our bodies. Because I know for me, with chronic health stuff, there was definitely a belief that my body doesn't work and it's yeah. the enemy and like always like on guard for oh, what could go wrong next. And I'm blessed that I haven't had anything super, super severe, but just years of chronic little, not chronic, but just little things here and there that are just frustrating. And yeah. so, so much for me has not just been working on the physical level or energetic level, but also the mental level, like really examining mm-hmm. my beliefs and what the payoff is to continuing to believe that I can heal. You know, because with yes. any of these, there's always always the payoff. But there's a level of self-responsibility that is required for healing. And that's that's tough for a lot of us because I think people with chronic pain or disease, it's it's impossible not to fall into victim mentality sometime into, into that archetype because you really feel like that sometimes. You feel like you just 
have bad luck when it comes to the body. And a big part of the healing process is, is getting out of that victim. You don't have to get to full faith, but at least be curious, at least be willing to believe that your body doesn't hate you. It's not against you. It's, it's there yeah. sending you messages for what's off, which brings me to my next question. I know we're kind of describing energetic osteopathy through a lot of these <laughs> stories, but if you want to give it just a, a definition before you answer this next question, go for it. But I'd love for you to talk a little bit about some of the root causes behind pain that yeah. aren't necessarily what we think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. How much time do we have? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Yeah. So, um, and you just spoke to it, which is, you know, so, so what we really need to understand here is that we, our bodies, our physical bodies, they appear to be so solid, but they're not. We are made of energy. We are all made entirely of energy. And for those people out there who are hearing this for the first time, I'm sure your audience is at least somewhat versed in this truth. Yes. But I always just bring it back down to, you know, like we have to go from the tissue level in. And when you do that, you go from tissue and all the way down to the level of the cell. When you're in the cell, you go down to, you know, what makes up the cell. And when you go down to the tiniest little particles within the cell, you come down to one of the smallest particles of all um, you know, of all kind, and that is the photon. And the photon basically behaves either as a particle or as a wave, depending on what you intend it to be. So essentially, we, with our intention, can feel ourselves to be more matter, more solid. But if we believe truly, this is like the magic of the universe, right? If we believe that we are light, we are. The photon actually transmits itself as a wave. So we're made entirely of these little photons that are just these little waves of light that can behave as matter. There's something much bigger going on here. So if you know this is true, okay, so here we are and we're walking around in these bodies that we kind of feel are solid because they're very densely packaged photons. But what happens is at a very, very, very young age, so when we're like, you know, from the age of conception all the way up through around ages five to seven, we all have childhood, quote unquote, traumas. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a trauma is really anything that comes, it's information, energetic information that comes in too quickly. And so when, and that can be, let's just say that you're born into a, and then we're all, we're all, every single human on this planet has had childhood trauma. Some of it's big trauma and some of it's really tiny trauma that you wouldn't necessarily identify as trauma. And that could look like you uh, screaming your head off because you just don't sleep very well and your parents are exhausted and they're not coming to get you because they're doing a cry it out technique, right? Like, so they're just basically saying, oh my God, I can't handle this anymore. We're going to let Junior cry. Now you, your little like neurologic system and energetic system is feeling really traumatized there because you feel neglected and you feel abandoned and you feel like you're all alone in the world. Now that is imprint that comes into your body at that very, very, very young age. And that's all this energy that comes in because you're just too young. Your system is too immature to be able to have rational thought that like, oh, my parents are just trying to know a new technique, right? When you're a young infant, you don't know that's true. You feel completely abandoned. Now that energy comes in. It's basically huge amounts of energy that carry the energetic vibration of abandonment. And and that gets packaged, it gets processed, or sorry, it goes into the body in an unprocessed form and creates density within the energetic system of the body. So our body is designed to inhabit, to basically take in 
all this dense energy, this unprocessed, quote unquote, traumatic events that come in not just from this lifetime, but also from past lifetimes. And that's a whole nother topic. So basically, our body is a storage facility for dense energies that come in in all kinds of ways. And of course, if we have more traumatic, more outwardly, if there's sexual abuse, if there's verbal abuse, if there's physical abuse, if there's all, if there are accidents that happen, the loss of a loved one, all these things are essentially energetic events that just like flood our systems and our systems don't really know what to do with it in the moment. And so they basically shove it down into the mm -hmm. subconscious of the body in dense, unprocessed form and push it somewhere within the energetic system of the body. So the point is this all contains really valuable information that will help us ultimately to evolve as humans on this planet. But we are not taught to go into our bodies to go find that dense information. And, you know, what I do is I help to process it and liberate it, transmute it, and it releases, it integrates. The people are more expanded once those energies come through. So what ends up happening over time is that these dense energies get agitated. They kind of go from being in a dormant state where you don't know where they are, and the body's really smart. So the body has to become very clear with you that there's some energy that needs processing. So initially, it will bubble up to the emotional layer. It'll cause some emotional unrest. It'll cause you to feel feelings that are, maybe you feel anxious. Maybe you're someone that's depressed. Maybe you feel really unworthy. Maybe you have issues with abandonment. You're always looking for you know relationships that don't serve you. There's a lot of ways that this can manifest on an emotional layer. But then ultimately, the emotional layer will bring itself up to the physical body level. So it's, it kind of comes up first at the energetic level in the body, the subconscious of the body, moves up to the emotional layers of the body where, you know, that energy is attempting basically to get your attention. But when left unattended, when you basically just ignore all of these warning signs over long periods of time, it will manifest up onto the physical body layer, level rather, where it will package itself in parts of your tissue bones, joints, muscles, those are really common because there's tons of nerve endings in that tissue. Mm. And so it that's where it really catches our attention because when you cannot walk because you have so much back pain, you will get help. You will, It's like you almost, the body is so brilliant. It knows that you have no choice but to start paying attention when you really can't walk, right? But if you're depressed, eh, you can get onto an antidepressant. So there's like ways that the medical system has, has tried to create these little band-aids. And unfortunately, far too many people are going and getting back surgeries, for example, because they're trying to solve the problem, which is never at the physical body level. Mm. Pain always originates at the energetic level. Mm. So in a sense, that's, that's really like the, you know, the package of what pain really is. And I think that's, that's a difficult thing for people to wrap their mind around that pain always begins at the energetic level. Always. There is no exception. None. Zero. And I, by the way, just so that people know, I'm double board certified in pain medicine. So I'm a physiatrist. <laughs> so I have a lot of training. I've actually studied pain for 20 years now. And I was working as a pain management specialist before I moved into working only as an osteopathic hands-on specialist. And I did that for a long time in my, in my own practice. And now I'm doing energetic osteopathy, which we'll get into. Um, but my, my roots are really in pain management. Wow. So, okay. So I want everybody listening. If you are in pain right now and, and you're either going into, she's a quack, she doesn't know what she's talking about, <laughs> or the, the other extreme of beating yourself up and blaming yourself. First yeah. of all, I don't think anyone's going, she's a quack because I know my audience. Um, so for the people right now that are like, oh God, 
I, I'm creating my pain. I manifested mm. it. And they're going into self-beat and self-judgment. Mm. Please save them from this. Yeah. No, I think this is, I mean, so I hope that you can hear the passion in my voice. I am so passionate about teaching this because it's not being taught. So our, our medical system has really done a disservice. And I was a part of that. So I, you know, we're all victims of the system because our doctors and the education that we're fed is upside down and backwards. Mm -hmm. We are always looking to the physical body first and then we go deeper, right? We never go from the from the bottom levels up because we've never been trained to do so. Energy is esoteric and a lot it's just now becoming so much more mainstream that oh yeah, we're all energetic beings. Like, you know, energy is the future. I mean, it's the now, but it's the now and everything that we are here to understand more as time goes on here. Yeah. So we're really this age of Aquarius, you know, we are really at the point now where we're starting to just normalize this conversation where we are all going to be talking this way but when you go to medical school you are not trained to teach this to your patients so you all of you out there who are listening you know your parents didn't know this your doctors don't really know this if you if you're lucky enough to have a doctor who does start talking about this stuff you know stay with that doctor because yeah. this is the truth so yeah no this is not about beating ourselves up this is about actually learning the truth of what you're actually made up of and just how powerful you are. You just haven't been taught yet. Yeah. So let's, let's give some examples. So okay. menstrual cramps. Okay. So menstrual cramps are a great example. So basically, um, every single person in on this earth has a system, has an energetic system. It's a complex system, but I'm going to really simplify it. We all have a linear central channel of energy. It sits just in front of your spinal cord. So everybody knows where their, where their spine is. And so just in front of the spine, there's a column of energy that extends straight down into the earth and straight up into the sky. And that is constantly pulsing energy in a linear fashion up and down through that column of energy. Okay. So energy starts first. That's your foundation. The moment of conception, if you look at a microscope, you will see a linear streak. We call that the primitive streak. So energy starts first and then form moves into that. It's the energy that actually guides all of the cells of your body into development. It's amazing. Now, along the spine, you've got six energy centers. Again, this is a very bare bones ex ex explanation. The first center is all the way down in the pelvic floor, the very, very base of your spine. The second center up is the one that's responsible for your reproductive organs. So your second center is right behind your belly button, just below, just behind it. Now, when we have a blockage in the system, which we all do, so the first energetic center, the one that sits all the way down at the very base of your spine, that's the first one that forms at the moment of conception, and that's the one that's really online from ages zero to like seven. So this is where you all have a healthy, open, flowing first center when you're born into a really supportive family, you know love, you know unconditional love the way that we all deserve to know unconditional love. If you're somebody lucky enough to be born into that family, which I don't really know anybody who was, you're going to have a really healthy first center. <laughs> Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of root issues. The root center, the first center, before it moves all of its energy up into the second center, so basically energy moves up in sequential order from the earth. So if you have a really healthy root system, if you're really connected to the earth because your first center is nice and open, your channel is nice and open, then that's going to flow up into the second energetic center. Now, because most of us don't have a healthy first center, 
that means that we just don't have an ample flow of energy that moves up into the second center. And so that's why, and so more and more as time is going on here, we're getting more disconnected from the earth. We're getting more disconnected from one another. We're getting more, um, you know, these these feelings of just not belonging on the earth. I mean, so many of us, especially star seeds and light workers, which I happen to be one, we're all kind of born here being like, what just happened? Like, right? You know, like, oh my God, Something's I want to go off. home. You know, where am I? Right? This earth plane is just so intense. You know, and that's because, like, we we haven't really anchored. We haven't landed on the earth. This earth is amazing. It has so much magical healing healing capacity, but but we've been removed from it. So this yeah. is all about rerooting and rewilding, right? Getting back into the earth. Um, that's what this whole pandemic has offered us. So now getting back into the menstrual cramps. So, and I just needed to extrapolate yeah, out a yeah. little bit so you have a sense. So now every single center, okay, the second center is what's going to give vital life force energy to your anatomy. So it goes energy into neurology, neurology into the rest of the tissues. So anywhere there's a dysfunctional organ system, menstrual cramps are a bottling of energy. I mean, of course, what is a cramp? It's just Mm -hmm. congestion, right? It feels that way when you have menstrual cramps. And so how do we work with that? We move the energy through the second energetic center, and then we start to get that energy moving into the neurologic channels, which then feed into the tissues, the lining of the uterus, and will help the entire system to dis- uh, to decongest and to start flowing again. And so the other thing that's important to know about menstrual cramps is that it's hormonal dysregulation. And so whenever there's a problem with the root center, the root center has a direct tie into the cranial rhythm of the body as well. So all basically we're just one huge system that's highly integrated and highly regulated upon itself. So if you have any one center that's not moving and flowing in accordance with the, the health, as we call it, osteopathy, you know, the body is is functioning as one whole unit, mm. then you, there's the predisposition for there to be congestion, energetic con- congestion at the root, which will affect the tissues, the hormonal imbalances and things like this. So that's really what menstrual cramps are. That's why so many of us are having problems right now with, um, you know, with hormonal dysregulation, causing infertility, causing um, irregular menstrual cycles. These are all energetic imbalances. Oh, yep. And that, again, like for women that suffer from menstrual cramps or, or maybe anybody listening that suffers from back pain or something like that, I, I, I know you've probably tried a lot of things. And at the end of the day, you're like, oh, just give me two Advil because I want the pain. (laughs) I just want the pain to go away. And if there's one thing I've learned about working with energy, it does require patience. Mm -hmm. Two Advil will take away my cramps in about 30 minutes. Um, But that's a Band-Aid, like you said. So maybe now is a great time to talk about what energetic osteopathy is and why this is, I mean, I'm sure sometimes it can be like instant relief from pain, but other times when we're working with energy, we have to be patient. Yeah, that's, thank you. That's such a huge point. So, you know, pain is the end stage. You know, when we have pain that materializes on the physical body level, think that this is something that began all the way down at the level. And what I tell people is really what we're doing when we're doing the work of energetic osteopathy is we're going down to the place where the source energy feeds into the physical body, right? That right at that place of origin. And so by the time we get up all the way to the physical body level where things are manifesting in, in terms of symptoms, we have to backtrack it and we have to actually rewire you and get 
get you re-hooked back up again to that abundant, limitless flow of energy that we all have at source, right? We all have this limitless wells, like spring of energy coming right up from the earth, coming down from the sky, and it's all around us. But we lose it when we when we have all of this unprocessed energy that has come into our body, not just from traumatic events, but just from a lifetime of accumulation. Mm-hmm. Everything that has been un wanted, unfelt, resisted, rejected, anything we've kind of swept under the carpet in our lives, right? That's energy that is being stuck somewhere in your body. And so over time, that will debulk. It's like, you know, when we talk about surgery and debulking a tumor, that's essentially what we're doing here when we do energetic osteopathy or any kind of energetic work. So you have to, it's about the daily practice. It's about the daily process of debulking these things, of going in, of knowing actually how to do the work and then and really committing to doing that work. And and as you as you learn that this is just really your energetic or spiritual daily hygiene, just like brushing your teeth, you will over time find that not only will your symptoms go away, but your entire body changes, your entire life changes, your outlook on life changes, your emotional health and well-being. I mean, you just see everything and everyone differently. Like love is the resting vibration of us. And so once we start to get all of these energetic densities out of our system, everything changes. So going back, what is energetic osteopathy? So that's just kind of like the commitment piece, you know, that like what we're really talking about here is a complete and total shift of your entire world, body, mind, and soul. So what happened here is that, um, so I've been doing osteopathic treatment in my practice for for almost two, I opened my own private practice in 2012, but I've been, I've been you know, treating patients since 2001. Um, and so in 2012, when I opened my private practice, that's all I did. I basically let go of my traditional medical role. I was no longer doing, you know, hardcore and I was doing some injections, but I was not prescribing opiates like I had been in the previous practice that I was in. I was I stopped pharmaceuticals um, and I just started seeing patients who were committed to, to healing organically, you know, who just kind of knew, hey, my body heals and I want you to help me get there. And so I did. And that, you know, for for many years, I saw and witnessed miracles. I put my hands on patients. And all of a sudden, after a few minutes, we'd go into this phase of what's called synchronization, where my hands would just kind of melt away. The person's physical body would melt away. And all of a sudden, I would feel and see their internal body. I mean, it was amazing. Um you know, with my inner vision and my inner senses. And so I didn't know because I didn't have the language at that time that what I was really doing was connecting energetically with these patients. Over the course of time, I started to witness um, my, my touch got lighter and lighter and lighter to the point where sometimes I wouldn't even be touching patients. I just I just would be in the middle of a treatment and I'd look down, my hands weren't touching people. Um, and yet as my hands came away from patients, I saw more and they felt more. So it was fascinating to see like what was happening here. And it was a very organic process. When we went into the pandemic last year, I was um, for a couple of months, wasn't really sure how I was going to help people, but I was I was given an opportunity to start working over Zoom and doing treatments over Zoom. And by the first treatment, number one treatment, I, I started by working with my first patient um, just by seeing him as if I was like imagining him on a table in front of me and my hands made contact with his feet. And as he was on Zoom, his eyes were closed and he had been a patient of mine for a while. He started twitching. I mean, he started, I mean, it was an incredible experience for both of us because, I mean, it was mind-blowing, really. Neither one of us knew what to expect. But what happened was I, it, it was almost as if the distance, so he was like all the way across the state, the distance gave me crystal clarity, it was almost, I didn't realize that just by being in physical contact with patients, that there was some kind of an interference thing happening. 
and that creating the space around the person because energy happens healing is quantum there is no time or space you know it's all uh it's right here and so without my being in an interference pattern with his physical body i saw more and he felt more which meant that his results were even deeper so at this time i could actually see all the way down at source level whereas when i was working with patients hands-on i was kind of stuck inside the physical body and i couldn't get down as deeply as i can now so that's when i started to realize oh wait a minute this is something big and i started mm -hmm. playing around with it more and more and so what makes energetic osteopathy different from any other energy forms of healing that i've come across is that as an osteopath with 20 years of like really specific experience and training as a medical doctor, I see specificity. I treat with that level of specificity. So I can go into somebody's heart, for example, and treat the other day I was treating somebody who had just had a um, heart attack affecting one particular coronary artery that we call the widow maker. It's yeah. the left anterior descending, mm -hmm. right? So I, I actually went in and cleared out his coronary artery. I saw it. And, he, wow. he, you know, he's going in he's, and he felt it too. So that's the other thing that's really cool is you will actually feel exactly where I am on your body. Um, but the results have basically just stood for themselves. Um, and I, I most importantly, the most important thing that I do is everything I do is a recording and I have people do that practice. I want them to be able to replicate the work without my presence because we all need to know how to do this. Mm -hmm. This is the daily part that we were just talking about to bring it back to that. So this isn't about you coming to me and getting a treatment. This is about me teaching you how to offer yourself these treatments and we all have that. Mm. So it's really, it's just really a life plan. Yeah. Well, I know you have group classes and sessions and people can work with you individually because I know a lot of people are going to want to, and we'll get to that in a moment, but I want to go back to the, the daily things that we can do for people that yeah. really want to start learning how to run energy, learning how to become their own self healers. What are just some basic things we can do? Yeah. Great question. Number one. I mean, I would say the most important thing that any one of us um, must know is that, and I'm sure your your viewers or your, your audience already knows this, rather your listeners, but we have to move our bodies. We just have to move our bodies, even just a little bit every single day. We have to be mindful of everything being energy, meaning the food that we eat is so important, right? If you're eating sugar and processed food, if you're drinking tons of alcohol, if you're, if you're taking in substances that your body really doesn't want, it's going to start becoming dense. It's going to create little pockets of separation and density within it. Getting it, especially outside, being in nature, you know, getting your feet on the earth. And as you're doing so, remembering there's a vibrational exchange between you and the earth. And so, it's um, so these are just the the life, um, you know, the different lifestyle shifts. These little tiny like mindset shifts that that you know every conversation that you have is an energetic experience. So if you're engaging every day with somebody who is really pushing your buttons and you're really resenting and you're engaging with them in the exact same way, you're taking in a lot of dense energy. You know, if you're if you're um, so all of these little habits that we do, it's really important to start paying attention to. What are the things that expand you? What are those those things that energetically help your system to have a slightly higher vibrational state versus a lower vibrational state? So that's just kind of like lifestyle stuff, more specifically to this. So that first root center is the most important root center. If you are not rooted, 
then you are not going to be able to optimally flow with energy through your system. You're not going to be connected to the earth. And in terms of self-healing and moving energy with abundance through your whole system, starting to attend to and work with that first root center is a really good starting point. So this is what that looks like. So first thing in the morning when you wake up, find a comfortable seated position. I always recommend seating, sitting because when you're lying down, especially first thing in the morning, you just kind of get lazy. You know, a lot of people will doze off to sleep or you're just not really, especially, um, you know, I find it to be really challenging knowing that there's this vertical column of energy that runs from the tailbone all the way up through the top of the head. Mm-hmm. When you're lying down, conceptually, I'm personal. I've been doing this for years and years. And I, you know, even though I'm very experienced at this work, I find it really hard to feel my central channel of energy mm-hmm. when I'm lying down. So you want to be upright with a nice aligned spine, but you also need to be comfortable. So if you if you have a lot of back pain, for example, prop yourself up with lots of cushions. Get yourself as upright as possible. But like I like to sit on a meditation cushion on the floor. I've got my knees on the floor, my hips upright. And so play around with positioning. But if you can try to get yourself upright as much as possible and vertical spine as much as possible, that's really the ideal. And then notice that there is this breath that moves all the way up through your body and goes all the way up through the top of your head. And then the breath also turns back around from above you. And, you know, I I do treatments. We'll talk about that in a moment, group treatments, where you can really get a sense of this. I think sometimes it's great to have a guided tour, which is what I do, um, so that you can really get a sense of moving into each energetic system, each energetic center in the body using the central channel. But if you want to try just some a simple like two-minute practice, sit on a cushion or sit on a chair, sit comfortably, and just tune into the breath. And then get yourself, like see if you can direct that breath all the way down until you're the very base where your pelvic diaphragm is. And when you inhale, see if you can just kind of feel that your hips are widening, the space of your pelvic diaphragm gets a little bit broader. So you're literally opening up your first center as you breathe into it. So you're focusing your attention there. Breath is energy. So as you focus your attention somewhere, you increase the energetic population of photons there. And the breath being energy will actually bring more energy there. And then when you exhale, release the energy from inside that first center and let yourself just flow down as if you're just falling into the earth until you land there's an energetic center two feet down right under you and that's called the earth star so then you can start to play around with the fact that there's an energy center two feet under you and there's an energy center at the very base of your pelvic diaphragm and breathe between the two so when you inhale find that energetic center two feet under you and see if you can just start to feel that when you inhale you're bringing energy up from that center right up into your root, filling that first center within your own body. And then as you exhale, let yourself empty out as if you're sinking down to meet that energetic center under the earth and play around with what it feels like just to have these two centers. So visually, this is what I tell people. I know this is getting long, but but imagine the earth star is like a placenta. It's like this beautiful placenta, this earth placenta, your own mother that's always with you with every mm. single breath, okay? We all have it. And that's exactly what this is. We think we're born and we're just kind of left here on earth to, you know, it's like doggy dog, right? This, you know, like survivor. So, but that's not true. We just forget that we're being breathed and loved and held in every single breath. And that's what this earth star is. It's breathing us up the energy of the earth. So as you connect in with the placenta, this earth star, okay, breathe it up, breathe that energy up through the central channel, which you might imagine as like your umbilical cord, right? It's an energetic umbilical cord and it connects right into that first center of yours. As you breathe it in, you fill yourself up. And then as you exhale, you're releasing dense energy. It's like the stagnant energy in your system that just congests you 
Imagine it releasing and flowing right back down into that placenta that takes it, recycles it. And then on your next breath, you breathe up and in. And that's called rooting. Okay. This is how I teach people how to root. Mm. And you can do this anywhere. You can do this when you're sitting, you know, in your car in traffic. You can do this when you're washing your dishes. I personally love to do this outside in nature, sitting on a rock overlooking a body of water. I do a lot of practices like this at the beach. Yeah. You know, there's just, if you can get out into nature, my favorite thing to do is sit on the sand and feel the vibration of the sand oh. and connect to the ocean and the sky and the birds and the wind and, you know, and really connecting into the nature and you will be infused with energy on all levels. But the rooting energy is the most important. So if you can start playing around with that, anyone out there, you will noticeably feel different. I didn't remind, thank you for that. That's, that's beautiful. And I know you, when people connect with you on your website, you often send out guided processes that people can follow along with. Um, so Dr. Jess has lots of resources, everybody. So if you were like, oh, I got to write that down. <laughs> Don't worry. Mm -hmm, there's lots yes. of resources she has. Hey, this reminds me of a story. We were in Mexico and we were out at a restaurant and it was on the beach and this couple brought probably, I would say she was like, I don't know, maybe 10 months. And the first time she'd seen sand or been on the ocean. And this mm -hmm. baby just ran and all she wanted to do was lay mm -hmm. down and put her ear to the sand. And they'd pick no. her up and dust her off and she just wanted to go back down <laughs> and put her ear right to the right to the sand. Because I feel like, she, you know, she, we're we're animals. I mean, even though we're humans, mm -hmm. like we are connected to the earth and we get so yes. disconnected from that. And I think that disconnection from the earth, the sun, the moon, all these things were energetically starved and discombobulated in so many ways because we get yes. more input from our computers and, you know, breathing in it's crap in the air and all the electromagnetic stuff than we do from putting our feet in the ground. So- this is all yeah. stuff that I know my audience knows, and I hope that Dr. Jess is really emphasizing how important this is. Not, it's not just a nice thing. It's not just like a biohacking. I'm going to go and like <laughs> you know put my feet in the ground. It's it's for your health. And I also wanted to emphasize we were talking about pain, but I, I correct me if I'm wrong on this. But pretty much any symptom, like let's say IBS or something like that, has an energetic root. We're not just talking about physical pain, correct? We are talking about every single discord in your physical body mm -hmm. has an energetic source, everything, emotional, yeah. physical, everything. There's no exception, even cancer, mm. even ALS, even all of these really challenging conditions. Some of it is programmed. You know, some of it we're yeah. kind of like, it's genetic, you know, there's all kinds of different things, but, but energy is at its source. Oh, thank you for being the shepherd of this work and for waking us up to yeah. this and just being a true healer. I've so enjoyed my work with you and have received so many beautiful benefits from it. And I know that people listening are going to want to work with you. So please tell people how they can connect with you and work with you. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, again, for just having me on the show and giving me the opportunity to connect with more people because, you know, this is, this is the path. And, mm -hmm. and I really feel that this is really, you know, the role of the physician is to teach the patients how to do their own work. Um, and, and how, how that got lost, um, you know, is really a tragedy to me. And so, you know, I'm here to try to, to the best of my ability, reverse that and put the power back into you all, you know, and teach you as much as I possibly can. So my website um, is a great resource for anyone who's interested in learning more about the work that I offer and the different programs that I offer. And that's drjessbell.com. So you spell out D-O-C-T-O-R, jessbell.com. In order to get a group treatment, the best way, uh, or a treatment rather, I think the best way to sample this work is to um, sign up for every two weeks. I offer a group treatment where you'll get to be 
with me in a webinar, you won't see anyone else. I treat, you know, we are all made of the same energy. So it doesn't matter if I'm treating one person at a time or a hundred people at a time, you will receive the exact same treatment. And in fact, when we work together in groups, we actually get an even greater potency, meaning we just bring a greater amount of energy into a healing container. And so energy moves through our systems individually far more powerfully. So it's a way for me to teach you how you can work within your energetic system in a powerful way. You'll get a recording of that. And so every single time you go in and you repeat the treatment that you receive on that day, it's a one-hour session, and I also do a teaching in that one-hour mm-hmm. session, you will actually feel it. I mean, I can't tell you how many people will, will reach out to me and say, oh, my God, that was incredibly <laughs> powerful, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so grateful. And then you have this recording that you, I encourage you do actually every day until the next one. So this is actually a way that you can stay connected into, you know, these recordings are real time, even though there's a live session moving energy in this way when you connect into what I'm offering here. This is all energetic broadcast. So group treatments are really, really powerful. Um, I'm just actually, as of today, on my website, you'll see um, that I'm releasing, I've just released a six-part DIY video series. So where I go into um, the physical body perspective, the osteopathic perspective, the energetic Mm. perspective, and then I offer tools of each region of the body. So what I do is I outline every single part of your body and bring it from the physical body level all the way down to the energetics. So you can really get a roadmap of what's going on specifically for you in terms of your, you know, if you're a person who has low back pain or headaches or um, some other organ system failure, you'll get to understand what's going on, how our medical system will treat you, how an osteopathic workup will treat you, but really what's happening at the root level. And then at the end of every video, I give you the tools to actually work within that particular part of your body that's not working properly. So that's that just got released today. So that's a video series awesome. that um, is is invaluable. And then one-on-one offerings. That's my highest level offering. Um, if you have specific issues, I only have a limited number of like one-on-one sessions that I do weekly, but that is a laser beam focused to your energetic system. And that will give me a very long appeal- ability to be able to give you, um, I'll go in and do a long intake. And energetically, I read your system from the inside and outside and give you a specific treatment plan as well as a very involved, powerful treatment within mm-hmm. those sessions. So there's a lot of different ways that people can work um, work with me directly or even more slightly indirectly. Beautiful. And, and for the physicians listening, I hope that this really landed with you. And I know there's a lot of burnt out doctors and physicians and healthcare providers. And maybe the missing piece is energy. You know, you, you know you're burnt out because you know something's off. And so this is an invitation for you to really look at how you treat, treat yourself and treat your patients as well. So um, this, I think, interview is great for people that are suffering in any way and those who treat, because if we're just treating on the physical level, we're missing so much and we're, we're really so not much. helping as much as we can. And it's so frustrating. So just thank you for shining the light on this and for doing it with such love. I mean, I know personally you have so much passion and you're so committed to helping people really heal and enjoy their lives and their bodies. So just so much acknowledgement to you and appreciation for you, Dr. Jess. Oh, thank you, Christine. May I say just one more thing before we yeah, get off yeah. here? Um, I just, I just kind of left out one big thing, and that is just that um, what you brought in about you know physician burnout and, and you know 
one thing, I, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that people can work with me, but but really what I'm here to do is offer a completely different educational track for practitioners. Yeah. Shine the light on the fact that we are, you know, how do we work with these energetic systems? How do we teach people how to work with energetic systems? And so um, as we go along here in a very near, in the very near future, I offer a lot of very big group programs where I'm teaching about these tools. I'm teaching people how to work within their own systems. Yes, how to move energy. Yes. But I'm also here to actually teach the healers and the practitioners how to offer their services to their patients and their clients. And so there's just a, a large network of programs that I'm about to launch, um, as well as books, so that people can not only know this, but actually become that much more empowered, because this is the truth. This is who we are. Yeah. And so the more of us that know that, the healthier we're all going to be on this planet. And that's really what we need here. So, oh, so much. We really, especially after yeah. this year, there's a lot oh of things that have been told to us about our health that are just making us go backwards. So this is the way forward in so many Absolutely ways. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christine, for all that you do and mm. for you know putting us all together and, and letting people find this information that's just so invaluable. It really is my pleasure. So. Truly. Thank you so much. 